Hello and welcome to the Road to Potomania. That's right, it's Opinions and Beer. It's Ed Ray and Adam. How you doing, Ed Ray? Hey, what's going on? Are you excited to be on once again the Road to Potomania? Yeah, it's just a shame we don't have our guest host or our uh, second host with us. Oh, he'll come back around uh, closer to, uh, in other episodes and upcoming episodes, obviously. But obviously, um, you and I have started the Road to Potomania uh, years back, talking about wrestling, and, and it's uh, the second po- most popular uh, segment of the Opinions and Beer, and so it's great to have you on for the first episode of The Road. Indeed. Indubliously. But before we get on to the Royal Rumble chat and what's going on in the wrestling world, we want to get to the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by Equal Parts Brewing Company. Bone Saw. This is a double black IPA coming in at 9% in alcohol by volume. My God. That's all it says. The second ward, equal parts, Bone Saw. It's a black IPA. Jesus Christ. No uh, no little uh, cute remarks. This is just, this is a beer. What they're trying to say. Black IPA. Are you an IPA fan, Ed Ray? I'm not sure what kind of beer I like, if any at all. Well, IPAs are typically not black. <laughs> so this means that we could be drinking poison. Well, this is a uh, a unique style of the IPA. Well, it's, it's growing in popularity, definitely, but uh, it's basically a darker malt IPA, which is very fascinating. So... Ed Ray. Who smell that beer? It smells pretty uh, grassy, huh? Yep. Very grassy and IPA-ish. Very earth, like a... Uh, smells like mowed grass. Smells like hops. <laughs> very hoppy. Yeah, fresh hops. Fresh Bavarian hops. Holy shit, Bavarian hops. Good God. Bone saw. What a scary name. You see, there's like a, there's, there's kind of like a saw. Like saw look. I don't know what the fuck that is. Anyways, this is probably a beer that Macho Man Randy Savage would have had. Hey, Macho Man Randy Savage is Bone Saw in Spider-Man. Oh yeah. This this beer just happens to tie into wrestling, doesn't it? I planned it all along. I planned it all along. Anyways, let's. F it. There's not much to say about this beer. Black IPA. Interesting. Nine percent. So this is a heavy hitter. Let's uh let's go ahead and try this beer. Oh yeah. Um not as hoppy as uh it's more it, This is the first black IPA that leans more to the porter side of things. It leans more to the uh to, to that roasted malt. Uh so it's uh the bit, the hop profile isn't really there for me. Is it? Is it very hoppy and bitter to you? Well, I know it's very bitter. That's for sure. Oh, it's bitter to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's like a good bitter. No. You know what it is? It's that. It's that. It's that. It's that dark roastiness. That coffee-like roastiness. That's uh, subduing the bitterness for on my end. That makes me uh, rather enjoy this beer. Holy shit, this is pretty good, Ed Ray. It, 
but however, uh, when you get past the roastiness and it's, it's all it really has going for it is the black IPA. It's all, that's it. This is a this is a black IPA. But there's something something is weird about it. It's like it's like not roasty enough. Falls a little flat. I'll still give this one a high rating though. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight. I'll give this beer an eight out of ten. Are you shocked, Ed Ray, by my rating? Yeah. Jesus, what would you rate this? A four out of ten. A four out of ten. Good God Almighty. I mean, this is a first of all, it's nine percent, and I take I don't taste the alcohol. I think the bit <laughs> Ed Ray thinks this bitter as shit, so he must. Something about this beer must just uh, be different on our palates, but uh, on my palate, uh, the roasting, the roasted malt uh, subdues any bitterness of the hops that uh, that may be there in this double IPA. Uh, what's the IBUs on this? Doesn't say the IBUs. I'd be interested to know. Anyways, fun stuff. Uh, Houston, Texas. Oh, equal parts is in Houston, Texas. I didn't know that. Brewed and can in the second ward. Where's the second ward at? Yeah. Nothing. I really don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, Ed Ray. Road to Potomania time. Wrestling time. Talking about the wrestling. First of all, we're gonna this we're a little bit late on this probably, but we're gonna go ahead and talk about it. The Royal Rumble. Let's give our review on the Royal Rumble and and the things that have happened since then. Uh, first of all, what was that opening match in the Royal Rumble? Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. A lot of people online upset about the ending, but it was an ending that actually made sense. Well, yeah, I mean, Roman had to look good in defeat and at the same time protect Seth Rollins so he could advance his own uh, storylines. In- indeed. Uh, your thoughts on the match in general? Oh, it was very good. The f- I will agree that the finish kind of felt flat because Seth Rollins could have been very close to the ropes and then passed out and then have his arm counted three. But instead, the referee aided Seth Rollins into getting into the ropes, and that was what screwed the finish. Yeah, that was weird, huh? Yeah, because a pass-out finish in this situation would have made Seth Rollins pretty strong in defeat. He did aid him, didn't he? Yeah, the referee aided him. We, we saw that Yeah, live. I know. That was weird. And that was what pissed off a lot of fans. That's too, that's too much. Too crazy. Now, had Roman Reigns done a different disqualification finish, like a blatant low blow, then yeah, people would have been pissed, but I don't think they would have been pissed to the extent of not letting go in time for the count. Yeah, that, that, I guess that's, a, uh, that's an odd way to get DQ'd. Uh, that doesn't happen, huh? Well, you know what, that's, you know what though? That's surprising, because I never see that happen anymore. The... Uh, the, the not breaking the hold. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen something like that since The Rock versus Kurt Angle. Yeah, because, I mean, usually people break... Usually, even heels will be forced to break the hold. Like, oh, get off him now. Get off, get off. Where, like, they didn't even force... They didn't, they didn't even force the uh, Roman Reigns. They, even tr- they, they didn't even try to break the hold of Roman Reigns before the last count. 
You know what I mean? They just counted to five and, oh, you DQ'd. <laughs> Shit. But uh, interesting little thing there. That it was, a, it was a really solid opener, though. I mean, it was uh, you were surprised by, by how good it was. Yeah, because we never thought that uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Seth Rollins could even have that type of a match, especially in an opener, but they surprised me. Yeah, indeed. Uh, next up, we had uh, shit. I guess the, the next match we should talk about is the tag team match. What were your thoughts on the Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and Maurice tag team match? Well, the psychology with Edge and the Miz, it was pretty good. They made Maurice look very weak in there because uh, all she did was just yeah. attack Edge and get. Beth Phoenix distracted, etc., etc. I mean, this is it, this is a typical tag team match, you know, be a typical mixed tag team match. Would you say that this match was was probably the the least impressive on the card? Second least impressive. Second least impressive. Yeah. Are you about to tell me that you thought Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch was less impressive? It was less impressive mainly because of Becky Lynch. Oh, really? She didn't even try. You, 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 but while watching it, you said you were surprised. I was surprised at some of the spots in the match. Oh, okay. But not the match itself. And poor Dewdrop, I think she was, uh, I think she was put in the title match a little too early. She wasn't ready. She wasn't seasoned enough to even yeah. qualify for the match. But Dewdrop t- uh, tried, but Becky Lynch didn't really care. Didn't care at all. Jesus Christ, Becky Lynch. Uh,. Uh, so that that continues on, uh, and then I guess we can't really talk about it yet. But obviously, we'll talk we'll talk about it now. The women's the women's Royal Rumble may have been better than the men's. Oh, it definitely was. The uh, the women's Rumble seen a lot of uh, crazy. Had the most surprises, the most surprise entrances uh, out there. Uh, Lita has Lita came out had a good showing. Um, uh, even Mickey James. From another company, came out and had a holding the belt was acknowledged as the TNA champion. For those of you that don't know, TNA is now Impact Wrestling. Oh, the Impact <laughs> champion. And then there was Melina at the number two spot, which surprised me because we never thought Melina would return to WWE, considering her reputation back in the day. Yeah. Man, uh. But my favorite surprise was Ivory. Oh, yes. Like, you girls! You know, apparently Ivory uh, produced the match. And the funny thing is, Ivory doesn't look like she's aged at all. And she is uh, she's 60 years old. What's Ivory's finisher? Oh, I forgot. I mean, she, I... Hasn't, she hasn't had a proper match since 2006. Oh, really? So I... Who, who'd she wrestle in 2006? Well, she must have wrestled, I think... I think she wrestled Mickey James, but I know she wrestled Trish Stratus, and I, in the Attitude Era, she wrestled Lita. Oh yeah. I mean, Ivory is an Attitude Era person, but I don't remember much about the end of her career, basically. Because oh okay. I didn't have I didn't have access to wrestling much at the time. Yeah. She was in some tag team, huh? Yeah, she. I think she was, but. What she's best remembered for is the faction known as the Right to Censor. That's what I meant, the Right to Censor. But Ivory 
had some pretty good singles runs in the Attitude and Ruthless Aggression era. Did she always have that gimmick? No, I mean, she had a, a typical... She had a typical gimmick in the Attitude era where she looked pretty good, but she could still wrestle. She could still kick ass. Uh, but then she retired in 2005 or 2006. I can't remember. But, hell, she, she looks great. Even in her 60s. Even in her 60s. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at some uh, her uh, winning the belt in the Attitude Era, and she looks the same, just about. I don't know how Ivory keeps herself looking good, especially at age 60, but got to give her props for that. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definite props for that. Uh, I mean, uh, I, guess, uh, I guess the biggest thing here was that um, Ronda Rousey won. After yeah. all that, but but you know what she didn't she didn't win at number thirty. She came in at an earlier spot, and she actually was able to work for a little bit. She was able to work the match, uh, not for too long, but long enough to kind of give her a little bit more credibility. Yeah, her psychology has improved. Don't get me wrong, but due to the fact that she hasn't been in the ring for quite a while, her work rate is on the it's on the on a downslope right now, so she needs to start working better in her matches in order to make her matches more believable. I know it is her return match since uh, WrestleMania, yeah. but winning the Royal Rumble, that's a different story. It was predictable, yeah. but it was, was it something that we wanted? I, I can't tell you that. Well, I think that's the one thing with Ronda Rousey is that she's she's pretty much coming back to to wrestle, I think, Right, like she's gonna be actually like that's that's the difference between Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar is that Ronda Rousey comes in and works Raw matches and SmackDown matches and shit. So, I think that I think uh, that's a good. I mean, it's good. The biggest thing coming out of that though is who's she gonna pick? She she. This is an interesting scenario WWE has where the two champions right now are the people that were in the match with her when she lost her belt. So who does she pick? Yeah, that would be a very interesting... <laughs> who would you have her pick? I'd probably say Becky Lynch for revenge. Revenge? Yeah, because believe it or not, Becky Lynch broke Ronda Rousey's hand at WrestleMania. Oh, shit. And that's a good reason to be vengeful. So do they do... Do they do Becky Lynch this year and Charlotte Flair next year? Or do they do someone else next year? They probably would have to do Becky Lynch this year because the original match was supposed to be Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at Survivor Series. And then Becky got injured thanks to that Samoan bitch named Nia Jax. (laughs) And then it was supposed to be Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And then Charlotte politicked her way into the match. So eventually they got to have that one-on-one match. And I think this year should be the time to have that one-on-one. Does it close one of the nights? It could close night one. Night one. Uh, another match that happened uh, was uh, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. This was a very watered-down match that we were expecting. We were expecting much more intensity. Oh, than yeah. what we saw. I mean, it was a very intense match, don't get me wrong, but we were expecting to see more grapple holds, some ground and pound moves, basically some mixed right. martial arts bullcrap. Oh, yeah. 
That, but it didn't happen. It ended up after it, the lockup. It ended up turning into a typical Brock Lesnar match. But what, what was interesting? What was interesting was that uh, was that Bobby Lashley was able to German suplex Brock Lesnar a few times, and that that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then Brock Lesnar ended up dodging the railing. Yeah, when Bobby Lashley was going to go for a spear. Yeah, and then we had a throwback, an F five spot throwback. To Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero in 2004, where Brock Lesnar F5'd Eddie Guerrero onto the referee. Yeah. We ended up seeing this again with Brock Lesnar versus Bobby <laughs> Lashley, with Bobby Lashley knocking out the referee. Yes. And then the interesting finish came about. Yes, where Roman Reigns shows up, uh, knocks him out with the belt, uh, <laughs> knocks out Brock Lesnar with the belt, and then uh, seemingly takes Paul Heyman with him. Yeah, so. Paul Heyman is now a traitor. He is a two-faced moron. He's been a two-faced moron. And, <laughs> and now Bobby Lashley's credibility has gone sky high because he defeated Brock Lesnar. So now Bobby Lashley has a little more star power. Yes. Which brings us to the interesting Men's Royal Rumble. You know what's crazy about the Men's Royal Rumble? That most of it was boring. Well, but that the highlights of the match were Johnny Knoxville and Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, more more Bad Bunny than Johnny Knoxville, I guess. But yeah, the irony is that you have a celebrity from Jackass and a celebrity rapper <laughs> taking bumps, taking some epic taking bumps, taking more bumps, more epic bumps than the wrestlers themselves. And that's why... And doing cr- more stuff. Like, Bad Bunny did more physical things in the match than anyone else. And you wonder why Bad Bunny got over at WrestleMania. It was because he took bumps and he made the match incredible. He made the match more believable than a lot of people expected. He even silenced the critics at WrestleMania when he, made the, when he took those sick bumps. Yes. Yes. Uh, the match was, um, was interesting. And then Shane McMahon comes out, eliminates Kevin Owens. And we will discuss this. Yeah, we will. We will. We will. But we're going to finish this. uh, (laughs) We're going to finish this review first. Yes. uh, He comes out, eliminates Kevin Owens. uh, Looks oddly strong against everybody. Like when Shane McMahon came out, I'll be honest with you. Shane McMahon in in the Rumble was probably the most awkward of all this stuff. It looked... It looked awkward. He was just kind of punching people. He at one point he refused to go over. You could see he refu- he he like purposely didn't go over, and he, he's like, "Oh no, I need two clotheslines to go over the rope." I don't know. He just like, you could see that he no he no sold one clothesline, then had to do, get another one to go over. I can't remember who it was. It was like Brock Lesnar. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna no so- no sell this fucking clothesline by Brock Lesnar or some shit." What Brock Lesnar comes in at number thirty. Eliminates fucking everybody. Uh, there comes a point where it's, oh, is it going to be this Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar situation again like last year? And then uh, Drew McIntyre gets sent over the ropes. Apparently there was going to be a different spot. There's There were some different spots planned, but uh, the Kofi Kingston incident uh, changed the, uh, the finish of the match. Yeah, the problem was that Kofi Kingston was on the top rope, and he was not supposed to... Go get out of the ring as early as he did, and yeah. of course when he went to that railing, 
you could hear the impact of him hitting the, the railing. Yeah. And it made it impossible for him to clutch on there. And that was why Kofi Kingston botched because the impact affected his ribs. And that made yeah. it impossible for him to stay on the railing. Yeah, apparently him and Big E were going to have um, spots. And the whole the whole finish was going to be different, apparently. Where, uh, where it might have been actually been... Uh, Brock Lesnar versus the New Day, to and Brock Lesnar was going to win the whole time, but the last competitors were apparently going to be different. Yeah, Which, this Royal Rumble, this men's Royal Rumble was very controversial for several reasons. And you, we found out that Shane McMahon was the producer of the Rumble. And we'll talk about that right after this review. But aside from what you're trying to talk about, okay, the problem was that. There was no definitive, no definitive finish at the uh, beginning of this whole uh, planning out thing, you know, because originally Matt Riddle was going to win, but the problem is with Matt Riddle, he don't have any star power. He's not very over. I mean, yeah, he can fight, he can wrestle and stuff, but he doesn't have enough star power to justify winning the Royal Rumble. And then 20 times before the Royal Rumble finally started, there were constant changes to the point where wrestlers were getting pissed. Yeah. So there's been there was a combination of elements that made the men's Royal Rumble look like absolute crap mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Uh, and then Brock Lesnar wins, obviously. Uh, Shane McMahon produced this segment. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but I want to go forward about what's happening. Uh, Monday Night Raw happened recently. And we now have a better picture. Uh, we, well, actually, we have a we have a confusing picture of what's about to happen. So, Brock Lesnar did what he said. You know, he did what everyone thought he would do, and he went and said, "Hey, I'm using my Royal Rumble uh, cash in. I'm using my Royal Rumble ticket against Roman Reigns. So it's me versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But I want that match to be champion versus champion." And now Brock Lesnar has been entered into the elimination chamber at Saudi Arabia with a Bobby Lashley as champion. Who walks out of elimination chamber as champion? I'm gonna have to say Brock Lesnar. No, because what I think is gonna happen is at WrestleMania, there's gonna be two champions, title versus title. It's gonna be unification of the titles, which means that the uh, that the brand split era is finally going to end. I don't want that to end. I like brand split. I think brand split worked well during the uh, that original John Cena era during 2003. I thought, yeah, well, it worked well back then, but it isn't working now because well, they they're doing it different now. Is why because back then there was Raw pay per views and SmackDown pay per views, and they had enough storylines and characters to where. Like, the SmackDown pay-per-views and Raw pay-per-views had plenty of storylines going on. It's like, it's like all, like, every, almost every character had a decent storyline to be inter- intertwined in back then. And they, they for some reason, they only focus on the large picture and not, like, these, these mini, these mini lines for some reason. And that's why the brand split of the modern era has failed. Yeah, I, 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 I just feel like they, they should have... What what the problem is, I guess, is that you know these these bigger networks, because I guess CW didn't give a shit. But CW, the CW channel didn't give a shit, I guess, or whoever whoever it was that had SmackDown at the time, and uh, and uh, 
But now with Fox and, you know, they they want their stars, they want the stars on their show to be on the pay-per-view. So whenever you say, oh, no, we're only going to have a pay-per-view every other month. And so those stars will only be on the pay-per-view every other month. It's like, uh, no, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I feel like I feel like at the time, the the, the reason why it worked is CW probably didn't, they probably didn't um put their dip their fingers in SmackDown. You know what I mean? They probably didn't give a shit what it was happening on SmackDown. I can I can only imagine. You know, CW doesn't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> Look at their shows. Look at the shows that end up there. <laughs> Anyways, um. Anyway, I, the the bland the bland brand split can work. I hope they don't. I hope. I think Bobby Lashley pins Brock Lesnar clean to establish his championship reign. More so, going into WrestleMania to face whoever's going to face him. Probably Seth Rollins or something weird. Uh, I hope is. I, ho- I hope we get a good challenger for uh, for uh, Bobby Lashley. But what if Brock Lesnar wins Elimination Chamber and the WWE decides to unify the titles? That's too crazy. I don't want. They already said that they're not doing champion versus champion. Or I thought. I thought. I thought the uh, the rumor mill was that they're not doing champion versus champion. This is just a way for them to say, "Oh, we might do it. We might." Do champion versus champion. But you never know. Vince McMahon changes his mind at random even before the matches. Well, apparently the championships are locked in. That's what I'm... I heard the championships are for sure 100% locked in, no changing them. That's what I hear. We'll see about that after the elimination chamber because if Brock Lesnar wins and then there's a championship unification at WrestleMania, then this may mean that the brand split era is finally going to end. And that means subsequently the... Other championships are going to either unify or be retired. You know, originally uh, Shane McMahon was going to be in the chamber. Here, I guess here we here we go. Here we talk about it. So another thing in the news of wrestling news: Shane McMahon got fired. Shane McMahon was fired after after completely botching and pretty much pissing off the entire WWE locker room with the men's rumble. Uh, producing because he produced and basically wrote the the men's rumble. He then got in a heated argument with his father, who confronted him about the uh, about his fuck ups. <laughs> because Shane McMahon was supposed to be on Raw, he he was supposed to be a big a big name heading into WrestleMania season. They even thought about doing him versus Bobby Lashley at Mania. <laughs> and so, like they they were building up. Uh, they were building. They were gonna have Shane McMahon do some stuff, but uh, he just uh, he came in with some sort of ego trip, and uh, oh, I'm the son of the son of the uh, owner, and guess what? The son of the owner was fired by the owner. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Do you, do you think it was There's, deserving or? Well, yeah, I mean Shane McMahon did deserve it, and then there's another part of the story that. Shane McMahon was getting frustrated at Vince for constantly changing the Royal Rumble prior to the match because, like I said, storylines and other stuff were being changed 20 times before the match finally began. And I think a part of Shane McMahon's frustration was that, aside from the ego trip and messing up the match entirely, he just had enough of Vince McMahon constantly changing stories instead of sticking to the story that would have made the most sense so finally he told his dad screw you 
this company is worthless. And then Vince McMahon yelled, you're fired. <laughs> Did it go down like that? You're fired. But My you know God. what? With Shane out of the company, that's actually good for Shane McMahon because he could always start another business and make some money. Yeah. <sighs> Shane McMahon's sent home after all this debacles. Um, I just don't know, man. I just don't know what's going to happen with uh, WrestleMania. We're, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and it's, it's getting pretty intense. Um, <clears throat> is, that the only, is that the only match booked for Saudi right now? Is that uh, Who's all in that match? Well, let's see. Who we is? know that Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley are going to be in the Elimination Chamber in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. It is Saudi Arabia. So they may want... They may want him to win. Let's see. Matches. One, oh, two matches. Holy shit. All right, so the uh, the first match confirmed is Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory versus Riddle versus AJ. Riddle might win. Well, we don't know because if Riddle and Brock Lesnar do face each other, it could either be Brock Lesnar dominating him or we so, could finally get an MMA match. So I hear that... They wanted to do Riddle versus Orton. Can you see Bobby Lashley? No, that match. This uh, Brock Lesnar is not winning. If anything, if anything, Roman Reigns shows up and costs him again. But how can he interfere in a chamber match? Motherfuck you! How? How do you get in they there? They do that all the time. He fucking Roman Reigns literally interfered in a chamber match like two chambers ago. Two chambers ago. <laughs> yes, he's done it before. He's Superman. He, he he like broke into the chamber and Superman punched somebody or some shit. Yeah, like. but how did he break into the chamber? He just walked when someone was eliminated. He came in and beat somebody up. Oh, so basically they waited until the door opened before he got in there. Yes, I think. I think Brock Lesnar loses to shenanigans. I think Riddle, I think Riddle does really well, and I think we get Bobby Lashley versus. I know, no, no, the, yeah, the match is going to be a multi-man mania. It has to be. There's too many people. It's it's. I think the mania match is going to be Bobby Lashley. I think it's going to be everybody in this match except Brock Lesnar and then add Randy Orton. I think it'll be Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory. Let's see. Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. I think that is the Mania match. Unless Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens officially form a tag team and fight uh, for the tag belts. But This is an unpredictable situation we're facing. It is unpredictable. Uh, no, then again, they want to do AJ Styles versus Austin Theory at Mania, probably. So, that's another Too bad thing. that won't be the main event. So, maybe we'll get... If Seth Rollins teams up with Kevin Owens, then we'll have Bobby Lashley versus Riddle versus Orton. Versus Omos. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen to Omos. No, Omos might go in and win the uh, Andre the Giant Rumble or some shit. Yeah. Uh, next up, the second match that's confirmed for the Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia Elimination Chamber pay per view is Becky Lynch versus Lita. This could be a very good match for the, for 
the Raw Women's Championship. Holy shit, what if Lita wins and then Ronda Rousey challenges Lita? It ain't gonna work. Holy shit! That would be epic. And they No, this is gonna be a pass. They, this is gonna be a passing of the torch match. Well, no, I hear. I hear that they want to save Becky Lynch and Ronda for Hollywood whenever Roman fights The Rock, if they, if they, if they uh, go through with it. Yeah, but Lita B- winning the championship in 2022, that ain't going to work. It might. They love this style of shit, especially Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia made fucking Goldberg beat The Fiend. And look how, and look how much of a crap, crap it, match that was. It don't matter. That's what Saudi... It's what Saudi Arabia wants. Lita is past her prime. If There's Sa- no way she could carry Dude, the title. If Saudi Arabia, she's got she got to carry it to fucking uh, WrestleMania. That's it. But who's going to beat Lita if she wins? I just told you, Ronda Rousey. But what if Ronda Rousey gets Charlotte? Then Becky Lynch wins the rematch. Huh. <laughs> and a true passing the torch. But, uh... I don't know. Becky Lynch versus Lita is a uh, is a solid. Unless we did, did have, have they did they did they already do Charlotte versus Lita? No, they did. Charlotte versus, they sh- did Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. We saw the match and Trish Stratus passed the torch to Charlotte. What if what if Becky beats Lita? Ronda challenges Becky. Lita challenges Charlotte. That I would like to see. <sighs> That would be a match. Charlotte Flair versus Lita. My God, Charlotte Flair, the best women's wrestler right now in fucking... Yeah, and it doesn't matter what people think about Charlotte Flair. She's very good at her craft. It's only the people that are not very good at wrestling she don't want to work with. Man. Like Nia Jax. Yeah, right? (laughs) He slapped the shit out of her. (laughs) That shoot fight did more for Charlotte Flair than it did for anybody else. My God, I wonder if there's gonna be is there is there only gonna be one um, chamber? I wonder who who the fuck does Roman Reigns fight? That's a good question. Who do, is Roman Reigns going to Saudi or not? He Probably may, not. He may not go. Roman Reigns may not go to Saudi this year for elimination. And chamber. of course, where Sami Zayn is not going to go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, who does he fight? Who does Roman Reigns fight? Goldberg maybe. Who the fuck do they get? Who do they get? I, 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 I gotta, I gotta know. Who is Roman? Who is Roman Reigns fighting at Elimination Chamber? Uh, beats Brian retains your title. That's uh, last year's oh Elimination Chamber. So they don't have anything for Roman Reigns yet, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I guess we don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. That's that's an interesting thing, and we'll uh, we'll come back when it's time to talk about that stuff. Anyways, <clears throat> overall, it's been a it's been an interesting it's interesting build up right now. We are we are completely confused about what the official match card will be at WrestleMania, which is honestly that's a good sign. That means. They have built enough unpredictability unpredictability around Mania that we don't know what the matches will be. And it's going to make for a very entertaining show, to say the least. 
even if some of the feuds or the storylines wind up being a total cluster. I wonder if they bring who's the uh, who's the celebrity talking about. Who's the celebrity they bring in for Mania? You know what I think it is? I think it's Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Knoxville may not be relevant today like he was 20 years ago, well, but he's the, still a big he's he's still a big part of wrestling fans' childhood, you know. Cuz even if he didn't make any appearances in the Attitude era, his star power alone is what drew people to his product. Oh yeah. Yeah, Roman Reigns doing a lot. I mean, I say Roman Reigns. Uh, John Knoxville obviously did uh, a couple of movies with The Rock, especially Walking Tall. He did Walking Tall with The Rock, so he, which is a WWE Studios film. I think he's done like two studio films for WWE, if I'm not mistaken. But um, so uh, I, I want to see what if what if we get Johnny Knoxville versus Bad Bunny <laughs> in a Jackass style match. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be. I can see it being a tag match, though. I can see. I can. I can see. Uh, what if it's Bad Bunny and Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn and question mark? Yeah, well, <laughs> Logan Paul maybe. <laughs> no, I don't know. If, I if, don't if, know. if they're gonna have Logan Paul versus Johnny Knoxville and Bad Bunny, they might as well make it a no holds barred. Here's an interesting take, and I may I may bring this up in the future with a. When we have uh, uh, Vincent Von Crow on, I want to I want to get your take on this, Ed Ray. I've been thinking a lot about this, about how uh, you know the whole, all the rumors about Vince McMahon selling the company, how they may sell the company to Disney, and all this kind of stuff. It's not a family company anymore. And then people are saying, especially with the fact that Bad Bunny and Johnny Knoxville did really well. What are your thoughts? If WWE became legitimately just celebrities, then it would be unwatchable because it no, it the purpose. You can't just have a wrestling company revolve around celebrities yes, all the time. You, you got to have a wrestling company that focuses on good storylines, good characters, and good matches. Yes. You can't just have celebrities. You, you gotta, gotta have, have you gotta have everything to make it work. You can book celebrities for storylines. You can have them do storylines. Yeah, and they're actors, so they're better at acting than fucking wrestlers. Yeah, but if you do if you book celebrities in every single pay per view or every single match, then what is the purpose of having a wrestling event? They'll they're doing it. I'm telling you, man, just think think about this. Think about Disney. Think about Disney buying WWE. And them being able to do fucking Iron Man versus Kylo Ren in a fucking wrestling match. Think about think about them being able to do uh, you know uh, uh, Wolverine who, uh, people that fucking were doing. I want to see. I think it's a good idea because I think it's the closest we'll ever get to celebrity death match. <laughs> This is the difference between Adam and I. He's pro celebrity. He's all about showboating, glitz and glamour, and all that. All I want—they can good, do it though. You all I can, all I can, all I want is a good storyline. Wrestlers that just, have good psychology. They do, and, and get the crowd engaged into you, the wrestling. You know, because you the just wrestling. Said Bad Bunny proved the critics wrong about fucking yeah, he entertainers. Did. But do I want to see him wrestle full time? No, I don't. 
keep them for special occasions. Just like other celebrities, keep them for special occasions and let the wrestlers do the job that they were assigned to do full-time. Wrestlers are fucking actors. A. B. There are jacked up fucking actors that could do it. There are jacked up actors that would look like wrestlers that could portray wrestlers. But I'm, can actors do the stunts that wrestlers can do? Yes, I fucking talked to them. You can get a uh, cabal, of all, all these Mortal Kombat casts, all the Mortal Kombat casts to come and be the part time. I'm telling you, wrestlers don't need to be wrestlers anymore. Wrestlers can be actors. Wrestlers this, can be the stuntmen. They don't have to be it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam has become the new Vince Russo. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I'm I'm looking at this because that seems to be the issue right now because wrestlers are wrestlers the issue with wrestling is that wrestlers are wrestlers that's 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 the biggest issue because and all- you know why wrestlers are just wrestlers because they're not given enough time to develop their in ring psychology these days exactly because everybody is in a damn hurry to get into the ring and ply their craft without even thinking straight exactly. That's and why the problem you wouldn't have celebrities because they're already famous. They already have. Think about fucking Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Have Deadpool fight fucking Spider Man or some shit. Yeah, but if you have celebrities as wrestlers twenty four seven, then how long is it going to be before the crowd gets disinterested in those people compared to actual wrestlers? Never, because there's always a new celebrity. TikTok, fucking YouTube. There's always a new celebrity to bring in to fight somebody. Exactly. Exactly. This is some Vince Russo levels of bullcrap that I've ever heard. It's not Vince Russo level bullcrap. You are a fan of Vince Russo. Admit it. No, I'm not a fan of Vince Russo. I'm just saying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to get it through your head. It's a good idea. Yeah, it won't. It won't last long. Keep them for special occasions and let the wrestlers do the full time stuff. I mean, look at the fucking look at look at the people they've gotten. Look at the okay. Bad, Look, bad example. Stone Cold was a wrestler. He saved WWE from bankruptcy. You think he would have saved WWE from bankruptcy if he was already a celebrity prior to 1998? Yes! No. Lawrence Taylor was a celebrity, and he didn't do jack for WWE back in the 90s. What Liberace made, didn't do anything what for WWE. What made Stone Cold? What made Stone Cold was his psychology. And? And fight Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson saved the WWE. No, he didn't because Mike Tyson, <laughs> Mike Tyson saved the WWE from bankruptcy. Stone people were like, "Holy shit!" Stone Cold fight just fucking stood up to Mike Tyson. And what happened after WrestleMania? Mike Tyson was no longer a factor, and Stone Cold exactly. stock ended up becoming Mike Tyson bigger. Undertaker stock. Mike Tyson brought the eyes. To Stone Cold. And who kept the eyes? Stone Cold. Exactly. And then who brought more eyes? The Rock. The Rock was not a celebrity before he became famous. And now he's the most famous person in the world. So. <laughs> See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You can highlight. No, celebrity people can come in and highlight the, not, the, the, the lesser known people. Yeah, and the lesser known people eventually establish their star yes. power. And that's why you don't need celebrities 24-7. You just save them for the special occasions. That's it. You need different celebrities. Yes, you do. Every need. month. No, not every month. Oh, every, yes. Every special pay-per-view. Save your celebrities for Royal Rumble, for WrestleMania, for SummerSlam, and for Survivor Series. You need a celebrity in a match every month. 
to Why? establish the new characters. This establish a new fucking person. He needs a, they need a few of somebody. You know what? No one gave a shit about Sami Zayn until fucking Johnny Knoxville feuded with Sami Zayn and went to the fucking new uh, late night show and said, "Oh yeah, this Sami Zayn guy's a bastard." And I was like, holy shit, who's Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn fucking is trending worldwide because fucking Johnny Knoxville mentioned him. Well, you, you need... And, and Sami Zayn's not a new wrestler. That's the thing. These people are unknown. These un, these The good wrestlers are unknown. These people that are, you know, decent, are, you know, that have been established in WWE, they're unknown. You need, you need a celebrity every month to shine the light on a wrestler. But how many times a month? I guess for for the pay, like to build to build up the pay per view to build up to the pay per view and then when the pay per view's over that's it and then you get a new celebrity to build up to that pay per view for you wanted a them character. you wanted celebrities to be on WWE full time I say no to that because it ruins the credibility of the people that are already there working full time working their butts off it doesn't ruin their credibility because when you see how how I mean might I mean it might if a fucking celebrity if, if if, if, if every celebrity that comes on from now on was a bad bunny situation, then yeah, it would ruin their fucking credibility because they just, these fucking rando fucking people spent how many years training in this profession and then some guy walks in and does, does it better than them? I think, I think they're, I think they're fucking, I, I think their identity's already ruined. These fucking, these gurus, these fucking, uh, these uh, scam artists, wrestlers are scam artists. Ed Ray, have you ever tried to look up a wrestling school? It's fucking like three thousand dollars, two thousand, thousands of dollars to get trained to fake fight. When fucking actors do that all the time, stuntmen do it all the time without training. They just go and get trained on the job or some bullshit. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think their credibility is already is being it's being ticked away. It's it's being ticked away. And whose fault is that? Who's WWE sponsor? It's not. It's fucking all these little tiny children that are getting hired. You see all these tiny ass children, and like that's what even Johnny Knoxville went on. In fact, Johnny Knoxville, even though he's helping Sami Zayn get popular, he really did hurt by saying by, by going on the talk show and saying that, oh yeah, I, they're they're the size of me now. I can fight them now. That's why I'm in the Rumble. They're the size of me, which they are. There's no fucking like the, the uh, wrestling is no longer larger than life. And it's it's, it's your next door neighbors. <laughs> it's your fucking next door neighbors. And this is why the government needs to legalize steroids so wrestlers can get back on a steroid regimen. <laughs> yeah, did you see that? Uh, apparently, Undertaker took steroids. Yeah, he admitted it, and he. And yeah, I'm he, glad, and I'm glad he took steroids at the peak of his popularity. He admitted it on the the Rogan. He was never huge though. He was never like a giant guy. He was over 300 pounds. I know, but he wasn't like fucking Hulk Hogan size. Hogan was a combination <laughs> of steroids and beer. Beer? Yeah, that's why he, that's why he had that beer belly oh my God. During, during his whole wrestling career. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior? How about Ultimate Warrior? Ultimate Warrior did steroids all the time. <laughs> just all the time. He was just, oh man. It's a, oh look, it's 2.30. You know what that means. Dear Congress, <laughs> please legalize steroids so wrestlers can start looking good again. And that baseball can be fun again. And football. <laughs> no, no, no. Football, they, they have too much brain damage for steroids. That, that's, what, that's where we get Chris Benoit situations. 
Hey, rest in peace, Chris Benoit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Royal Rumble overall, I thought Ro- I thought Royal Rumble overall was a solid pay per view. To be honest, I, a lot of people are shitting on it, saying it was horrible and jack shit. Well, you say that Royal Rumble was solid. I I'd have to say it's down the middle for me. Well, I mean, I, it, was, it was solid for a road to WrestleMania, right? I mean, it's, it's built it's it, it's it's built an interesting road to WrestleMania because uh, we're we're not sure where it will go, especially based on the current champions and the current storylines going on. We do not have a clue how they're going to paint WrestleMania, and that makes Royal Rumble a success in my book. Because the Royal Rumble is the kickoff of the road to WrestleMania. I mean, that's the start. I, I, I think the overall booking, not just for the men's Royal Rumble, I'm saying the matches in between the Rumbles, some of them were good, some of them were crap, and then the men's Royal Rumble was a constant cluster even before the match began. So that's why I'm saying it's down the middle because some of it was good, some of it wasn't. They need to do better for next year. <sighs> need to do better for next year. Well, that's... That's just your opinion. And that's fine, because all we have here are opinions, wrestling, and beer.